Blog Talk Radio.
So out in Rawway, he texted me, let me know how much the tickets were, and he held some tickets for us. So Q Man met me down in Rawway, and we went to see the show. And he's not lying; like it's just it's like being a kid again. Um, oh yeah, watching the show. I got a T-shirt, it's signed. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. Don't let Q Man fool y'all though. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart was there. Jake the Snake Roberts was there. Bubba Ray Dudley mm. showed up, and Q got on his seat. When Jake the Snake Roberts hit the DDT on one of the little I, local wrestlers, Q my left said, eye watered a little can, bit, and he said, "I can now die." <laughs> but we had a really, really good time. Man. Shout out to everybody that came with us. Um, the Mighty Ox. The Archbishop and her sister, I guess, will dub the the Holy Duchess, and uh, my homie Jesse, <laughs> and uh, you know, hanging out with us. We had a real good time. It will probably be there at the next show as well. So, big shout out to PWS and um and everything. But I had a real good time hanging out with him, and we're gonna do that more often. He's just a character, man. He's just too funny. This <laughs> is really interesting, man. Besides really that, how, how, how was your week, man? How's everything been going since then, since the show? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad, man. Having a decent week. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I'm sure you can tell. Yeah, you, you sound enthused. You sound like I'm not going to have to you know, say anything cross to you to get you to pay attention tonight. <laughs> 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 Everything is good now. I would now I would be remiss if I don't if I don't do this. Um, I have to let Q Man know that our producer is not on the job tonight. She has a night off already. No, 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 no. That's why I'm telling you this on air. It's not a night off. She kind of what do they call it at work? No call, no show. You're not telling me this. I am telling you this because the last week You're on not the show, telling shout, me out, this. Shout, out to, shout out to everybody that listened to the last week's show. Um, we do something on the Neil Soul Show. Um, you know, big shout out to this is not happening. She's trying to call in so she could talk right now. I'm not gonna, I'm not allowing that to happen. Shout out to MJ who was our um our our special guest live on air last week for the in rotation playlist. Um, something we do here, no we call, allow no show. to create their own. Our listeners, we allow them to create their own playlist and come on live and be guests for the night and present their playlist. And MJ presented a great playlist um, last week. Some Joe Scott, Tamar Braxton, Heat Wave from the twenty year old, <laughs> the twenty something year old, uh, Poison, India Ivory, and In Vogue. So a really, really nice playlist. It flowed nicely. So you can check, you guys can check that out on. Um, our podcast, Neil Soul Shows on iTunes and Google Play or blogtalkradio.com slash the Neil Soul Show. So that was last week. Um, but yeah, I wanted to let you know that she no call, no show. But she is on the phone now. What do you mean, no call, no show? Basically, when I was reaching out to her, we were trying to put the plan for the show for tonight together. Because, you know, she, she did book tonight's guest. So shout out to her for that. And she made sure that we had the music and, and everything. But after about six o'clock, I didn't hear nothing from her until you know, like three thirty, so thirty-four seconds ago. You know why this is happening, right? 
I think it's because um, there haven't been any restraints, and she kind of mm-hmm. gets a little murder. Thank you. You gave her too much so, power. So what we're going to do is we're going to pull the reins back just a mm-hmm. tad bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can can she be the intern again? You, she can be whatever you want to call her now. <laughs> Come on. So with that being said, again, shout out, shout out to everybody that's listening. Um, guys are coming out in numbers. We appreciate the love. Um, everybody's finding a way to listen, whether they're on their cell phones, their desktops. Somebody asked me, Timid, what do you mean when you say desktop? Meaning the computer, your actual <laughs> computer with a monitor and a tower and a keyboard as a desktop computer um, on your laptops. And as I mentioned before, if you're on iTunes, if you're on the Pocket Cast app, Google Play, you know, we appreciate any and every way that you guys have been finding ways. Like a few other ways that I don't even know how they exist. I don't even know what they are, but you guys are finding them on social. We greatly appreciate it. We appreciate all the love. Speaking of which, big shout out to um, alumni, one of my, 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 my immaculate conception sister, DJ Sienna Chanel out of New Jersey, female DJ in the ones and twos um, showed a lot of love and appreciation for what we do on the show Q said it was inspiring but as she's inspired by the show so you know we appreciate that I appreciate the love keep listening and keep me informed as to what's going on with you Sienna wow. may be able to get you on the show I'm trying to see if we can get some DJs on the show as well so might be something new that mm-hmm. we do so Sounds if everything good. is good with you you got anything else anything else you might want to talk about anything else you might want to Throw our way. Mm. No, I don't think so. Unless we're gonna talk more about her taking a day off already, unannounced. We are de- we are definitely not gonna do that. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. So I'm gonna get into this. Protecting <laughs> her to the end, boy. You see what I mean? I'll give you a listen. I will give you a chance to do that at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Does that work? That work for you? This is unbelievable. Anyway, shout shout out to the Geminis. We are still in the greatest um, season of astrology, um, known to known to anyone in existence. Um, so we are in this. Uh, I believe about June twenty second. So the hearts will tomorrow. So you great and amazing Geminis. And as I said last week, please just remember that as long as there is air in your lungs, the earth continues to spin. Your horoscope for tomorrow is a ray of sunshine is likely to shine on you, Gemini. Things may have been cloudy lately, making it harder for you to maintain a positive disposition. Today's news will be uplifting, and you will likely be reminded of all the good times in store for you. Others may feel a bit of stress, but you should be able to see through this and appreciate the benefits of the situation. Tomorrow is going to be a great day, Gemini. Yeah, absolutely great day. And if you don't hear this until tomorrow... Add listening to the show as a part of your Thursday routine, and your day will become that much better. There's a Gemini on the Neil Show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. So, uh, shout out to everybody out in Philadelphia. Uh, we have some events coming up in Philadelphia. I've been giving this to you guys every week. I'm going to continue to do it. Um, the White Knight is at the Phoenix Ballroom on Saturday, July 25th, in West Chichester, in Pennsylvania. Uh, speaking of Pennsylvania, um, I went to a beautiful wedding on Sunday. Big shout out to the new Mr. and Mrs. Robert Patterson. Absolutely amazing um, wedding on a golf course out in uh, Pennsylvania. Very, very, very elegant 
had me feeling real good about myself. But again, I'm, it's at the Phoenix Ballroom. Uh, tickets are on sale now. It's Saturday, July 25th. Again, it's the white night. You can go out there in, uh, in Philadelphia and listen to some, some good jazz and soul music there. And uh, the Neo Soul Show, as always, is powered by XCDL.com. Neo Soul Clientel out in the Dallas Fort Worth, Texas area this Sunday, June 14th. June 14th, wow. Sunday, June 14th. Backstreet Poetry. It's going to be live drumming a soulful spoken word at the Balcony Club in Dallas, Texas. So again, XCDL.com, Power the Neo Soul Show. So the Dallas Neo Soul Clientel is kind of like our parent company so it's, it's great to see them putting on um, shows and events and this sounds like a good fun one beat street poetry it's a unique event you don't want to miss out on there'll be rhythm there'll be rhymes uh rhythms will be african and some island rhythms with live drummers and obviously sort of street poetry so there'll be poets there as well hmm. so we good man cute happens from time to time. He's always moving around and bumping into stuff. So he probably just unplugged his headphones again. No, so I'm here. Um, I was like, but you're not talking. I'm trying to engage with you. <laughs> I am quite engaged. <laughs> so, I, wow, I'm getting a lot of text messages. I'm getting a lot of messages. So first, let's say, MJ, I will, I will have a conversation with you. She is really in her feelings. She's in her feelings right now. But this is what happens when you don't show up. You don't have any control over what gets said on the show. Hey, that's right. Like, but it is what we got love for you. And um, big shout out to tonight's guest who has been listening. Um, everything is good. We see you on the line. We just kind of warm, warm things up for you before we bring you on. For anyone that has not been paying attention, um, not looking on Twitter, I don't know what you're doing, or Facebook, or Blog Talk Radio, or any of the platforms I mentioned before. Tonight's guest is Gina Carey. Um, she is on the show tonight. Um, we open the show with two songs off of her latest CD, The Soul Singer. We are going to get into a couple more songs, including um, Gina's most recent single that debuted on radio on June 6th, entitled Gimme the Soul. So we're going to play a couple more songs, get you guys in a real soulful mood, when we return, we're going to bring on tonight's guest. You can listen live right now at blogsradio.com slash the Neil Soul Show. Or you can listen from your cell phone like our producer, MJ, at um, 347-237-5212. So, you good, kid? You got anything else before I get back into the music? No, man. Go for it. All right. So, again, tonight's guest is Gina Carey. We're going to play Dance and Give Me the Soul. It's the Neil Soul Show. We'll be right back.
Oh, yeah, I'm great. You you ready to bring on our guest? I'm absolutely ready to bring on our guest. I've been excited to bring on our guest. I really like her sound. I can't wait to, like, tell her. Like, I have some people around me that's listening to the show, kind of, you know, as we're doing it as well, and they really, really enjoy it. They actually wanted us to play a few more songs, but um, they don't they don't control the show. So I'm very excited. Well, I am excited as well. So you were, why, why don't we get right into it, T-Mitch? What do you think? I think so. Let's do that. Well, we have a guest that was born in Chicago and raised in Los Angeles, so that's interesting in itself. Extremely talented. She has recorded over 11 CDs, which is a lot. She mm-hmm. is also a self-published author. She is a a playwright. She has her own web series. And well, you know the author thing, so you know I'm excited. <laughs> I know you are. This is the first time that we have had on one person who is a songwriter, actress, author, music producer, engineer, and director. So with that being said, and that's a mouthful, let's bring out the one and only Gina. Hey, Gina, we got you on the line? Yeah, can you hear me? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, Gina, how you doing tonight? I'm wonderful. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Wonderful. <laughs> glad to have you. Well, I'm glad to be here. I feel honored. Oh, wow. Yeah, Q's not Q's <laughs> not used to such honesty like that, Gina. You're all the ruffians that just don't appreciate anything. <laughs> <laughs> That is not true. <laughs> well, <laughs> eventually, T-Mitch is going to start asking you some very personal questions. Okay. Now, sometimes he goes a little too far. Okay. If he does, <laughs> just say the word lemons, and he'll pull back a little. Okay? Okay. All right. That's fair enough. <laughs> Lemon, lemon, lemons is the safe word. Lemons is the safe word because eventually he's going to start asking you stuff that's like out of control. So when it gets there, just give him that word and you'll be good to go. Okay. Yes, you will. Okay. All right, so the first, yeah, let's 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 go ahead and get into this. Um, the first question in the interview is never really a question. It's an opportunity for those other than myself and Q who have studied your bio and listened to the music. Just um give the listeners a little bit a little bit of background on who Gina Gary is. Okay. Um well I'm an independent recording artist. Um I started my professional recording career in nineteen ninety six. Um, which I was signed to a uh, a gospel uh, label, record label, and um, I actually started um background for a gospel rap art on a group called Gospel Dancers. Um, and um, from there, I was uh, asked to be the first R&B gospel artist on a label that they created for me. Uh, year later, year later, I'm sorry. After the label folded 
um, just my feeling of disappointment and feeling helpless because during 1996 is when I started. Um, I, you know, during that time, independent music was not as easy to distribute um, because there was no Facebook and Twitter and social media sites um, like we have today. So uh, it was more of a panic feeling that I actually had. But I did uh, take that step of faith and decide that I, I'm going to go independent because I maybe want to put my career into the hands of someone else to be able to dictate whether I can use my gift or not. So um, from that point, I went on to record uh, about three gospel albums. And then um, then I decided to talk about some other things as I grew and I mature um, and age and experience. Uh, I wanted to share some other parts of who I was, so I went on to record my first solo album in 2003, I believe. And, um, it was, no, 2006, sorry, which was called And from there, I just uh, went on and um, went on to become a, a music producer around 2007. And I've been writing and producing my own music. Uh, mm-hmm. hmm. Wow. Right? Like oh. a true, like a modern day renaissance moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you have a very unique sound. So, tell us about your musical influences when you were younger, the main ones. Okay, well, um, the, the interesting thing is that I had uh, two parents who were actually pianists, um, so I grew up in a musical home. And uh, from my dad's side, um, of the uh, influence, uh, he introduced me to a lot of uh he was really into show tunes and classical music, so artists like um, Frank Sinatra and, um, you know, Sammy Davis, and he introduced us to a lot of musicals, um, also uh, Harry Belafonte, and um, we also uh-huh. got exposed to a lot of classical music and Bach. On my mother's side, uh, she introduced me to a lot of artists such as Billie Holiday, Ellison Snow, Pearl Bailey, uh, Jackie Wilson. Um, and some of the others, she also uh, played a lot of funk music, um, Ohio players and earth and fire. So I got a lot of, and then I grew up, you know, in, in a very strong R&B, uh, when R&B was very strong, Lisa Vendolf and Stevie Wonder and, and uh, Tina Marie. So, you know, I just got such a wide variety of music. Um, I, think, I think every single part of what I've listened to and life experience has influenced me into the sound has my sound. But I knew that my sound was getting to me the next week I got. Hmm. You like that, Kim? Yes. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I, I'm but trying not to down the interview because the interviews are teenagers thing. But I do want to know what got you into writing? Good job. Um, that was I my think, next question. Really good. <laughs> I've, been, I've been writing. I started exploring writing when I was uh, pretty young. Um, I remember uh, as early as uh, my grammar school years, I used to write poetry because um, growing up, I, I, I experienced, you know, I think a lot of people I went, um, my parents divorced. 
and I saved a lot of uh, adverse uh, conditions in my upbringing. And I think as a way and an outlet um, to event, uh, I began to write poetry. And that's how my love for writing began, um, through poetry. Uh, having, um, you know, a lot of difficulties uh, in my childhood and the things that I was experiencing growing up, um, when I was in school, I didn't do that good in school because of, you know, the home situations, but, you know, which affects a lot of young people today when they're, when they have difficult home situations, it's definitely going to affect their schooling. And I think for me, I began to feel as though, um, I was not adequate enough, uh, school-wise, um, and, um, you know, led me to a self-esteem, uh, you know, low self-esteem about, um, educational, you know, whether... I was getting things and stuff, and so I decided when I graduated to go to junior college, and uh, I took some basic courses in junior college, and um, my teacher wrote a paper, and my teacher um, came to me and she said, you know, told me how phenomenal the paper was that I wrote, and that um, she referred me to the honor roll, and at that point, I think that's when I realized that God had gifted me to writing because I, I felt inadequate so many years uh, in school because I didn't feel like I caught on to things like other children that being out of school for me with, you know, home issues, um, you know, but I, I didn't realize that God had gifted me in that way so that was almost like a continuation, um, you know, one as a child. And then seeing that God really gifted me with a gifting for writing, you know. So um, that's how writing came on for me. Hmm. I'm loving it. I'm loving the, the genuine, the <laughs> genuineness of all the answers. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. So we, so that 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 that, that I'm turning to heat up now. <laughs> <laughs> So we have to turn the heat up now. Now we have to get into the the not so they're not really personal questions. Q does that every week. You know, I'm not going to ask you a social security <laughs> number or anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what I what I do want to know though, because um, I, I am the more the, the musical um, connoisseur, you could say, of the two of us. How would you say? Because Q did mention in the introduction, we know it's on your bio that you've you, you've done a number. Of, of CDs of over 11. How do you feel that you've grown, not only as an artist but as a songwriter, from in his time to now with "Give Me the Soul"? Okay, well, one of um, one of the major reasons why uh, how I feel that I've grown um, when I when I came out with "In His Time," um, I you know at that time I wasn't really, um, even though I was writing, it was still a fear of being a new artist. And then I think in some ways, and I understand, and I, and it's, no, it's really no put down to any artist that signs on a label of, I don't want to come off that way, because everybody has a different journey in their life, and I celebrate that journey. Uh, but I feel that, for me, being signed to a label crippled me. It helps you financially uh. You know, like you have people that are there financially to help you and to push you along the way and to do things for you that, you know, if you, that maybe you're not, don't know how to do or maybe you feel that you're not capable uh, of doing on your own for whatever reason. But I feel that even though 
people would look at it and say, oh, you're fine. That's a great thing. I actually looked at it as a crippling thing once I got started with my independence, you know, my being an independent artist. So I feel that I've grown when I got off of the label, when I was no longer on the label and I had to learn how to swim on my own. I feel that I grew what it did for me is it caused me to take my career into my own hands and um, make mistakes, yes. You know, I, I listened to some of the, you know, stuff when I first started uh, producing music, and I laugh at it right now because I can't stand to listen to it. At the time, I thought it was the best thing since sliced cheese, but um, when I listened back <laughs> to it, I was like, ooh, I don't want to hear it anymore. And sometimes people pull those songs, they're like, no, I don't want to hear it. But you know what? I, I also... I'm grateful, and I, I like I like the people who, you know who have followed my career to here because I want them to see how I've grown in learning how to be independent, a true independent artist, to do you know to write and produce your own music, and and to you know know what you're feeling and what you want to say is one of the greatest gifts. When you're on a major label, you're a puppet. You know, you're a slave to that label, and they tell you who you are and what you're supposed to say. And, yeah, they help you financially, but there's a dear price that you have to pay with your soul and, and who you are. So I've grown. I feel that I grew when I became independent. And I know that my mess a lot of people because everyone's looking for the stars. I got to I gotta be signed on this big label, and that's when I know I've made it. But I feel like I made it when I learned how to take control of my life and my career into my own hands. That's how I, I feel successful. You know, so that's how I feel that I've grown as an artist. Okay, good, 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 good. And um, what would you say is your your message? What is it that you want listeners to take away from your music? Sure. Um, first of all, I always tell people that in, in every one of us, and um, and I, I, I explain this, so I hope I'm not going too far out um, the ballpark, but for me, I'm, I'm a person that personally does not believe in personifying my, myself, <laughs> you know, and, put, and splitting myself and say, okay, I'm this personality or whatever. But I do believe that in every person we have all different types of emotions, uh, that we express, we express love, we express anger, we express dislike, uh, you know, sadness, grief. We all have those things, and in every one of us, um, you know, so I, as an artist, I want people to see every uh, aspect of whatever the inspiration is at the time. Like, you know, I, for me, I am a woman, I love God, you know, um, you know, so there are times that, you know, I feel so blessed. I'm just feeling so blessed that I just want to give glory to the Lord and say, Father, thank you for all that you've done. So, you know, a gospel song might be my inspiration at that moment in that time. And then there's sometimes, you know, as a woman, as a married woman, I want to express a song of love for my husband, you know, and what, and what he is to me. And then there are times that, you know, I'm like, you know, let's not, I, I want people that hear my music to not take life so serious and be so deep. I want them to have a good time. I want the people who support me to have fun with life. So then I want to do a song like You and the Soul because I want them to, you know, dance and, and enjoy life and just have fun for a minute and be silly and be kids again. You know, so, but in all mm-hmm. the music that I do, what I want everyone to, you know, know for me is that I want to always represent myself as a woman that is full of class, uh, that is that is modest, that cares about people's um, children. I don't ever want to say 
or do anything that will cause another young one or a person to stumble by my words that I speak from my mouth. So all of my music is mm-hmm. family friends. Um, if I talk about love, it's going to be a love that, you know, if you had your children in the car, it's not going to be anything offensive or that you would have to cover their ears. It's going to be just about, you know, beautiful love, but it's not going to be anything offensive. And that's one thing that I nice. allow to make sure that every single last one of my songs will be songs that children, you know, if they were in the car, that they can listen to as well and it would not be offensive. That is amazing. That's that's a breath of fresh air to know that music can be played without restrictions or parental advisory stickers, and we don't have to worry about what's being downloaded or who's listening to. That's that's, that is beautiful. Wow. We scratch this next question off because that wouldn't. It's just not what we should follow with after that. So I'm going to use a question that Q Man would normally ask as he jumped in and was trying to take over my interview. If you had the opportunity to perform at the White House for the President and First Lady, the Obamas, which one of your your songs that, that you've written, that you've performed, that you've recorded, would you perform? Eyes of a Child. And right out with it. You didn't even hesitate with that. No, Eyes of a Child. Yeah. Okay. And why that song? Because Eyes of a Child is a song that I wrote about seeing uh, things through the eyes of a child. Like, you know, the possibilities, even that we have, you know, an African-American president, the possibilities of that you can be able to do anything if you go back and look through the eyes of a child. You know, when we're young, when you, you know, when you talk to children, if any of you guys go and ask a child, what do you want to be, you know, when you grow up? And they're like, oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a fireman. I want to be a police officer. I want to be, you know, and there's no, they don't even think about it. They don't think about the schooling. They don't think about, you know, the highs, the winds, the lows, ups, the downs, or, or any type of things, you know, come in their way to deter them from their journey. They have pure hearts, and they just feel that all things are possible. And so, you know, so as life goes on and we experience things as adults and we experience heartache and pain and, and doors slammed in our face and disappointments, sometimes we have a tendency to not believe anymore, not dream anymore. And so right. I, child, I think will be perfect because um, that we do have an, an African-American president. It shows you that all things are possible. You just have to believe that it's so, you know, and, um, and you know, trust God and, and just get back up. So it's telling adults pretty much to go back and see through, an eyes of, through the eyes of a child. Go back the dreams that you had and the aspirations that you have. You can do those things. Just go back and do them. You know, where did you lose that? You know, go back and have uh, see through the eyes of a child once again, and go back and and do what you said you were going to do in your life because it's possible. You can do it if you believe it. Wow. Mm. I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> it's not often that I get. I, I, it's not often I get stuck, Gina. That take take credit for that. I'm, I, um, wow! <laughs> wow! Q, go ahead. If you got another question, you got anything before we wrap this up? Oh my God, that was good. Uh, yes, actually, I do have a final question that I would like to ask. Um, 
if you had the opportunity to whoa, perform. Whoa, 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 I just asked that. No, mine is different. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say if you had the, the opportunity to perform in any venue, anywhere, Ooh, that's a good one. that you have not yet performed at, and it would sell out, which one would you pick? Right, that's well, good. This, <laughs> this might surprise <laughs> you, but I, I, I'm an artist that has a tendency to like to perform at small, comforting, uh, small venues. I like small venues because I love people. And um, so, you know, anywhere that will be, um, I guess something like make possibly um, a house of blues uh, or, um, or, you know, something small and intimate. I just like intimate spaces because I don't like anything to be in between myself and people who support me. I'm, I'm not one of those people that believe in all the Hollywood stuff and all the glitz and the glamour. I, I can care less about that. You know, I don't I don't care about fame and fortune. I care about people. I love people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I like I like um like I I gig regularly um out here where where I am. I'm near Palm Springs, California. And I, I'm a regular gigging musician, and um, and I love it. I love it. Um, some people will look at it and say, oh, that's, you, know, you just do these little gigs. I absolutely really love it because I get a chance to meet new people every week. I get to hug on them. I get to love on them. I, there's no bodyguard standing between me. Um, I get to touch <laughs> lives and touch my life. Um, and I leave out every week feeling so fulfilled. You know, it, it's, I can't even explain it. To be able to perform for my community or small venues to me is a blessing. It's truly a blessing. So if I did, you know, 20 of those a week <laughs> as opposed to just being in one large venue, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm thinking, you know, I don't look towards being on a big queue. I, I just want to be somewhere where I could be intimate with people and just get real and get raw and love on people. And that's what I'm going to do. That is fantastic. Absolutely. That is fantastic. Love on people. So, I like that. Before we let you go, Gina, just let everybody know where they can find you and your music. Okay. Um, well, my website is um, GinaCarry.net, and uh, my music is on my website. Um, also, uh, I do have music on CD Baby, iTunes, and Amazon, so we can always um, look up Gina Carey in um, my collection. Uh, is available. Um, so that's where my music is. Mm-hmm. And they can just go on, on my um, Facebook page, Gina Carey Sings, and uh, drop me to say hello and um, a word of encouragement. It's just as fine as well. Okay. Sounds good. You have survived. Oh, thank you. you. Survived an interview with the two of us. You did it. Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you spending some time with us and of course you. we will continue to follow you thank you and I want to tell you guys big love for me um, to you I really appreciate it um, you guys took the time to allow me to hear you so so honored so God bless both of you Oh, we appreciate that thank you Friends for life. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Well, you take care, and we will be talking to you soon. Thanks again. Oh, thank you guys have a wonderful evening. Have a good, have a good you night. You too. Later. All right, dear. Bye bye.
That was nice. Very, very genuine, very soulful. Yes. Very sweet. Very de- and very detailed. Good. Uh, so now, a few minutes left. Uh, it's time for a little QT with the Q-Man and then a special announcement. Oh, cool. I will be very quick. Um, unless you are living under a rock, you have seen the video of the police officer in McKinney, Texas, slamming that young black girl's head to the ground several times. And as disgusting as it was, I wanted to to bring you all to notice of high school principal Alberto Ibear, who... He was the principal of North Miami Senior High School, and he lost his job today because he left a Facebook comment that said, regarding the police officer, he did nothing wrong. He was afraid for his life. I commend him for his actions. That was his comments. I want to point that out because, as disgusting as that video is, there are many people out there that feel that way that feel that uh, some other races are not as good as theirs or they're animals and this is how they should be dealt with. But regardless of how you feel, no one should see a child treated that way and think that it's okay. And once it gets to that point, you begin to ask yourself just how messed up our country really is and the thought processes of our people. So that's all I have to say about that, T. Mitch. It's all you now. Wow, very, very powerful. And um, I will be very quick uh, next week on the Neo Soul Show. It is the third Wednesday of the month, so it's the Wednesday Rewind. So the Chancellor of Soul, Mike Boone, will be on the show with us. We'll let you guys know what artists we will be spotlighting. And it's been posted on Facebook, it's posted on Twitter. So the big announcement is that... The Neo Soul Show is now available on TuneIn Radio. So for everybody with the TuneIn app and you listen to your podcast on TuneIn, you can listen to the Neo Soul Show on TuneIn as well. So we are on just about every platform. You can get the Neo Soul Show at blogtalkradio.com slash the Neo Soul Show, iTunes, search the Neo Soul Show. We're on Google Play, and now we're on TuneIn. So a lot of big All things right. we're working on seeing if we can stream the show live from tuning in. So a lot of big things coming for the Neo Soul Show. So again, follow us at Blog Talk. Everything is the Neo Soul Show. Shout out to everybody that's been following us on Instagram and um and Twitter. We really, really appreciate the love, especially everybody on Facebook. And as always to the XDL dot com family. So you got too much? That's all I got, man. Let's get out of here, man. I'm trying to, trying to get All right. Back. Well, hopefully next week MJ's spring break from XTBL.com will be over and we can get back <laughs> to business. So we will be back next week when we will try to do better. For T. Mitch and myself, who came to work today, make sure you check out XTBL.com and we will talk to you soon. We are out of here. Good night, everybody. <laughs>